Hey everybody, this is Airy in the Air, welcome back. Really appreciate you being here. Sorry for the long hiatus. I have had a really crazy six weeks. I was in Mexico filming a mountain bike race. Grandma died before I came home. It's been lots of family stuff. It's been really good. It's been really bad. It's been super light. It's been super dark. But as always, tons and tons of growth. So, today, we're going to talk about how to apologize. Knowing how to apologize is knowing what makes a relationship tick. Knowing how people tick. Knowing people's needs. Understanding their psychology, their empathy. Being able to tune into these things so that as you relate to people throughout your life, you can be a healer, you can be a medic, you can be a first responder to the wounds that come sometimes accidentally, sometimes intentionally. Because, you know, remember when you were in school, you were a little kid, what was apologizing? Remember your parents? They said, hey, Ari, say sorry. You say sorry. That was it. (laughs) That was fucking it, dude. (laughs) That was it. I think we may have missed the mark there a little bit. And remember when you were a little kid and someone did something to you and their parents said, Hey, Stephen, tell Ari you're you're sorry. Stephen says, sorry. And you just felt nothing? Yeah, I know. It was because that was a, what we'll call a BNAP, a bullshit non-apology, and it didn't work. So today, I'm going to walk you through how to apologize, which is one of the greatest tools you will ever have to relate to everyone in your life, to forgive your parents for them not apologizing because they sucked. This is the way that you don't hurt your children. This is how you be a good person in the world. How you can, when you try, it's a pretty high goal in life to do no harm. And doing no harm is really difficult. But the next best thing that we can have is an understanding and a toolkit for when we miss that mark of doing no harm and we do harm. How do we repair it? How do we acknowledge it? How do we move on from it? So today, we're going to deep dive into apologies, okay? I'm sorry. Not sorry. Here's some music.
to start, I'll tell you why it's hard to apologize. It's a little bit different in each of us, but in general, men have a harder time apologizing, or men have a hard time apologizing because of pride. Because a man doesn't want to be wrong, he doesn't want to inflict pain, one of our main purposes on earth as we relate to our families and society is we want to be problem solvers. We want to be protectors. We want to be useful. And having to admit that we have not only not protected, that we have damaged, not only have we not been useful, we have created chaos. These things are against what our aims are. So pride can slow us down in our willingness to apologize. Okay? Women tend to experience fear in their resistance to apologize. Women can often be afraid of screwing things up, and so admitting that they have is to actualize that fear. And of course, we are all a combination of both of these things, right? A father doesn't want to hurt his child. He's afraid of hurting his child. So that can be part of the fear that feeds his resistance for not apologizing to his child. A woman can also feel pride that she's right, that she's justified, and that can slow her willingness to apologize. So we're all a mix of all those things, but in general... It seems in myself and in my relationships that I've been in that those are the two main emotions that slow us from apologizing. How we apologize is really, really important because, as I said, being able to apologize is being able to understand why the relationship works and why it doesn't. It's being able to empathize with how people feel and what their needs are. And these are really foundational things. So having an ability to really make a meaningful apology shows a competence in a lot of interpersonal dynamics that are really, really nuanced and really, really important. And they're really powerful. Okay? <laughs> This podcast was going to be called Three Tips to Be a Better Partner, but as I started to write the part about learning to apologize, it just is so freaking important that I just it has to be its own episode. How to apologize, it's so critical, man. It's so critical. So, I want to give you some framework as to how to apologize. I'm also going to give you some do's, give you some don'ts, and I'm going to give you just some kind of a better understanding of uh, what is important in an apology, okay? And these are things that when we talk about them, we tend, or I, I'll speak for myself when I say that when I talk about apologies, I tend to think about how I should apologize. But you should also take this framework and run it 
through your mind in the situation in which you are in need of an apology. And, and there's something that needs repaired in a relationship that you have, that there's some kind of hurt inside of you that could be remedied by the person who may have intentionally or unintentionally inflicted that hurt on you, right? Okay, so like I mentioned, when you were a little kid and your parent made you say sorry and another parent made their kid say sorry to you and it was fairly meaningless, we're going to kind of build from there. So in general, there's one of my uh, all-time favorite philosophers, his name is Stefan Molyneux, he coined the term BNAP, which is a bullshit non-apology, a BNAP. BNAPs don't do anything, and they just further the hurt. They just make people drive their resentment down, because as we grow up, we're essentially taught that, okay, you did something wrong. What you have to do is utter this magic word, it's sorry, and if you utter that magic word, then the other person has to let it go, right? And some parents will take it one step further and say, what are you sorry for? Okay, I'm sorry for taking your ball. I'm sorry for hitting you. And then if, if they utter those magic words, then the other person has to accept their apology and let it go. But that's not how it works. When we are trained to do that, we are trained to disassociate from the way we actually feel, which is really super unhealthy. We do not want that for anyone. Okay? Because it is okay if someone apologizes and you are not ready to forgive them, if you feel like their apology is not enough. So we're going to work with a couple of analogies today. You can imagine that if you lent someone your car... This is Molyneux's favorite analogy with apologies. If you lent someone your car and they crashed it, they broke it, you'd probably like an apology. But what does the apology look like? If they just bring the car back and they just say, oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm, I really like, I feel so bad. I am so sorry. I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. Some people are like, oh, that's really genuine. That's really heartfelt. But there's no, there's no expression of understanding from the other person. So the first thing, the first step that you want to do if you're trying to apologize is you want to take responsibility for your actions. Okay? Take responsibility for your actions. That means... In that case, you are not just saying, I'm sorry I crashed the car, not just saying, I'm sorry I hit you. There's like probably a little bit deeper things as to what your actions are and the implications, right? As a side note, when you take responsibility for actions, you never take responsibility for another person's feelings. First of all, because they're not your responsibility. And second of all, because that's a BNAP. If you're to say, I'm sorry you feel hurt, 
that's a bullshit non-apology because you are apologizing for something you're not responsible for. Apologizing for my feelings is a BNAP. When you apologize, you apologize for your actions. Never apologize for a person's feelings about it, okay? The second thing that you do, and this is where the real meaning starts to come in. This is where the healing starts to come in is you express your understanding of how your actions caused suffering, chaos, confusion, pain, distrust, and whatever it did, right? If you understand how your behavior affected that person negatively, you have reached the level of empathy and you can actually understand why what you did was painful for them. Okay, that's only the first step. You have to actually express that in a meaningful, articulate way for the healing to actually reach the person who needs it, right? I guess there is profound healing in understanding that and empathizing with them, but in general, if you're trying to remedy the situation, it's probably pretty important that you express that kind of healing to the person who's in need of it. So, Express your understanding of how your actions caused suffering or chaos. If it was the car analogy, you'd say, look, I'm really sorry I crashed the car. You lent the car to me in good faith. And I know that if it was my car and someone crashed it, it would make me distrust them immensely. I don't want to lose your trust. Which leads you to the third part of a real apology, which is express how you want to be in the future or how you're going to remedy the situation right now. I'm so sorry I crashed your car. I know that if I had lent my car to someone and they'd crashed it, that would... I know that if I am, fuck, (laughs) phone calls, man. I am so sorry I crashed your car. You lent that car to me in good faith, and I really appreciated that. I know that if I lent my car to someone and they crashed it, that I would lose so much trust in them, and I don't want to lose your trust. Your trust is really important to me, okay? So I have taken the car to a body shop, And I'm going to take care of all of the damages. I'm so sorry again. And I want you to know that you can borrow my car until your car is out of the shop. Okay? You can trust me with your things. When you lend your things to me, you can trust that if I damage them, I will take full responsibility for this. You see the difference here? You see the difference? See the difference? There's also a weird thing that you could do (laughs) when you crash your buddy's car, which you could just take the car to the body shop and have it fixed and never tell him. But that is to neglect all of the dynamics of the relationship. Don't want to do that. Okay. You also, you know, the other half of that third part, expressing how you're going to remedy the situation and how you want to be in the future. So with your partner, you say, hey, I'm so sorry I said that to you. 
I'm so sorry I said that to you. I know how that is a vulnerable situation for you. And I was very insensitive in that moment. I know that if I was feeling sensitive and vulnerable and you said something like that to me, that I would be deeply hurt. And I'm so sorry to have hurt you like that. Okay. I want to rebuild that trust. And in the future, I want to be more sensitive. I want to be more in tune. Okay. I'm really sorry. So, Like I said, you take responsibility for your actions. Sometimes your actions are words. You don't take responsibility for their feelings. Number two, you express your understanding. You express your understanding of how your actions cause suffering, chaos, pain, distrust, whatever the emotion is that they felt that you thought was negative. And three, you express how you want to remedy the situation and how you want to be in the future. Now I want to give you just a little bit of a surrounding understanding of apologies when they're necessary, how it should go, some do's and don'ts, okay? So if you imagine the analogy of health, then a healthy body becomes wounded and needs a remedy. It needs medicine or it needs stitches, right? And you know that If your wound is left open too long, you can't stitch it up. You also can't take a dirty wound and just sew it up. Sewing it up is just saying sorry. Oh, sorry. Get over this. Get over it. We don't want to hear about it again. So it's really important that you take responsibility for your actions, express your understanding of how your actions cause the suffering. That's cleaning the wound, man. That's literally cleaning that shit out of there. Because if you imagine that a person has hurt you and you want to move forward in your relationship, you really want them to understand what it was that went wrong, what it was that hurt. Okay? So also, as you're being apologized to, feel free without grinding their nose in it, but feel free to be heard about what exactly it is to or what exactly it is that hurt. And as you're apologizing to someone, that's a really important part is making sure you understand what it is that you did. Like what hurt did you actually cause? You know, if you don't know that, then you're going to have a hard time speaking to it. That's number two, express your understanding of how your actions caused suffering. If you don't understand what suffering was caused, then you'll have a hard time speaking to it. So maybe I should have put that as some kind of part to subnote, <laughs> but remember like the, the playground analogy where the kid just says, sorry, see ya. Sorry. I took your ball. Sorry. I hit you. Bye. One of the best do's in apologies, like the, the best practices is be willing to apologize for the same thing again and express your understanding and revelations that have occurred to you since then. So a BNAP is a bullshit non-apology, and if you give someone a bullshit non-apology, they'll keep bringing it up. This is 
in relationship, we know this as the nagging wife where the husband says, oh, you keep bringing this up again. Oh, you want to bring that up again? That happened 10 years ago. You keep bringing this up. Well, that's because the person never healed from it. The apology wasn't complete. The apology is not always one conversation. It might take a really long time. Right? The bigger the grievance, the bigger the apology. It's not always one conversation. So, yesterday, Alicia apologized to me for something. I helped clarify exactly what it was that was hurt in me. The next, or a couple hours later, after dinner, we're sitting there. She has more revelation as to how it might feel if she was in my shoes for that. And she reflects to me how she saw those same patterns in her parents and she felt the same way that I felt and she doesn't want to make me feel that way, right? Now we're actually getting somewhere. Okay? You can also use personal examples. That's what Alicia did when she said, oh, my mom used to treat me the way I treated you and I hated it. I felt enraged by it. So I can sympathize with that and I don't want you to feel that way, right? So some don'ts. Don't ever say but or make excuses for your actions. Okay? When you take responsibility for your actions, you take responsibility for your actions, not their feelings, and you don't say but. You don't say, I'm sorry I did this, but I was tired. But I was drunk. But you said that first. But you did this. But my trauma. But my wounding. But anything. Of course, we are all traumatized, damaged, wounded, healing. Those are things that we all have sympathy for. We should have sympathy for. But we can never excuse our behavior by our traumas. We don't get to do that. We don't get to do that. If that were the case, then all of the neglected, beaten, malnourished, tortured children that grew up to be rapists and murderers would walk free, right? We have sympathy for their experience, but that doesn't excuse their behavior. So, we can't excuse our own behavior by our traumas, no matter how large, how deep, how painful. Okay? We have to take responsibility for our actions. That's the beginning of healing our traumas. Okay? And I also mentioned the time between a wound and an apology. And this is a really important subject on the matter because if you cut your leg open and you scrape it in the dirt you've got I think the doctors usually say like six hours is best but sometimes depending on the wound they can close it up after you know overnight but in general the sooner the better the sooner the better if you are in a heated conflict with your partner and you immediately flip the switch to a BNAP of, I'm sorry, but, I'm sorry, but you said this. I'm sorry, but I was tired. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, just like a, a BNAP, it'll never work. The person is not res- ready to receive that. I would say there's a, the timing is important, 
I'm not always saying that it's as soon as humanly possible, but I think that the sooner the better, typically. And I think that the more profound, the more meaningful, the more comprehensive the apology, the sooner it can be delivered. The sooner it can be delivered. So if you actually understand how you've caused suffering and you can actually empathize with that and you can take full responsibility for your actions and propose new behaviors in the future, I think that that can happen really, really quickly after the incident, right? But at the same time, you don't want to try to like rush to coming to some conclusion and some apology. So sometimes you may need to buy yourself some time. So when you're apologizing to and you need to buy yourself some time, you can do the same thing. You can take responsibility for your actions and admit that you're not entirely sure the implications of them, but you know that they are painful. And so you can, you can express your intention that you want to heal this, that you want to remedy this, and that you want to have some time to yourself where you can empathize and digest the interaction so that you can come back with a more robust understanding of the person's feelings and apologize further, right? I hope that helps. The reality is that we have needs. One of our deepest, deepest needs is to be heard. It's to be seen. When we're hurt, especially when we're hurt by another person, our biggest need is to be heard and to be seen and to be understood. This is the part that you need to take very seriously. This is the part of yourself that you need to tune into when you need an apology. We're not always going to be perfectly heard or understood or seen, and we have to let go of that. But at the same time, we want to aim as high as we can to see each other as best we can, as clear as we can, to understand each other, to understand each other's needs, and to be able to speak to them in some way that helps all of us have more healthy relationships and heal. And this is a daily thing, man. This is a daily thing. Parents do not apologize to their children often enough. They do not apologize in ways that teach children to understand conflict resolution with apology. Apology and conflict resolution are like the same fucking thing, man. But, 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 but. I'd apologize, but I can't. I'd apologize, but I'm too proud. I'd apologize, but I'm too afraid. Those are better places to start than blaming the other person. I hope this helps. I'm kind of diving deep right now in relationships. I just, the older I get, the clearer I see that the vast majority of relationships in the world that we have today are unhealthy. Healthy relationships are rare. Relationships to your employer, relationships to your partner, friends, coworkers, relationships to society, relationships to the collective, relationships to the government. We are in a crisis, a relational crisis 
Everyone wants to talk about the ocean, which is a fucking crisis. Don't get me wrong. But man, we've got parents yelling at their kids, hurting their kids, and are too proud to apologize. And man, that fucks up the world in a way that... I don't know. Hard to imagine the ocean being saved by people who are broken. So maybe we'll start thinking about this kind of shit. I'm proud of you for for imagining how you could better apologize, for listening to what is now 28 and a half minutes of how to apologize. It says a lot about you. If you are willing to apologize when you're wrong, man, that is fucking great. You are a rare bird, my friend. You are a rare bird. And you are a healer in the world, and we need more of you. So... If this podcast helped you out, spread it. Send it to somebody you know needs to know how to receive an apology, needs to know how to apologize. If you want to donate to the cause, feel free to PayPal me at airyintheair at gmail.com. I appreciate your support. No ads and I steal music on your behalf. Woo! Okay, love you. See you next time.